I was talking to this, this comedian, Jared, and I had two drinks in my hand, and, and Pat Bircher, a friend of ours, he comes and sees me double fisting. He's like, he's like, yeah, you look like you're drinking like you, you just had gone through a divorce. <laughs> oh. And then Pat couldn't put two and two together. He didn't know why, and it's just like, that just happened. Riff master. You are a riff master. Hey man, intro is usually about 10 minutes and like 20 seconds of it is scripted. I think that's okay. How? Wait, tw- what? 20 seconds of a 10 oh, minute Oh, at least a 20 minutes of No, tw- like, 20 how? minutes of this 10 minute intro has been scripted for your viewing, listening pleasure. Okay. Welcome to I'm Trying, guys, the podcast where dreams are. I can't even think. <laughs> I wanted to do a Hilary Duff, um, Lizzie McGuire quote, and I realized very quickly that that's not how the song goes. What, what were you going to do? The, hey now, the, these this, are the podcast dreams where are dreams of. are made of. Yeah, the podcast where dreams, dreams are, are made, made of. of. Hey now, I'm Janelle Dennis. <laughs> and I'm Jacob Turwin. Thank you so much for joining us eventually. for episode six. I believe this is episode six. Yes. It's good to have you. We're happy to have you. It's nice to, nice to see you in the we can't see that. I don't know, man. I don't know. We need to think of a... We need a better way to describe podcast... Like, I'm not hearing you. Like, it's not like on TV. It's like there's this kind of illusion that they're seeing yeah. you through the screen. There's no illusion that I can hear you in the podcast. So there's no illusion that they're whispering to us? No, I don't think there is. Unless they're ghosts. Well, I don't know about you, Jacob, oh, no. but I hear... I hear... <laughs> I hear our listeners. I hear what you're saying. I just walked right into a ghost Joe. conversation. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Reginald, I hear you, Jake. <laughs> Do you know a guy named Reginald who listens to the podcast? Or did he just pluck a random name it, out of there? It sounded like a, a ghost name. Oh, yeah? Just like yeah. an old like guy who died in the castle? Yeah. Of. Also, speaking of ghosts, have you heard of ghosts? I mean... Have Have you heard of these? <laughs> they're like people, but they're dead. <laughs> they're like not fully alive. Uh, Have you heard of them before? I, I haven't, Janelle. Please, please educate me on ghosts. No, what I meant. <laughs> that was so great. What I meant is, have you heard a ghost before, or had have a, I heard a ghost? Had a ghastly, ghostly, ghastly, encounter? ghostly encounter. I don't. I can usually either determine. Or find a practical, logical way that things... You've told me in the past about some weird experiences. And um, I don't think I've had a supernatural experience that I didn't... I didn't five seconds later think, well, it's probably just that. You know? I haven't had one where my immediate jump to was... <gasps> the undead. You know? Or, or maybe not the so undead. So that just means that you've never encountered a poltergeist. Well, poltergeists are one kind of ghost. Yeah, right? those are the one ones kind. that move everything. Yeah. Regular, just regular, degular ghosts. Regular, degular yeah. ghosts. That's my punk <laughs> band name. The regular, degular ghosts. Well, that was my rap name. That's <laughs> awkward. Ghost face killer will come in for you. Uh, no, um, 
You've you've had you've had these experiences for sure. I don't know if you want to talk about them or not. Yeah, one of them. Uh, yeah, um, one of them is very close and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my grandpa. <laughs> oh jeez. Also, <laughs> rest in peace. I don't. I, I don't. I don't think I believe in ghosts. I don't think I do. That's an. Oh, that's very big for you, though. Mm-hmm. That means an almost because well, you do not believe in astrology I don't. at all. I don't. Well, these, I. I don't think these things are connected. I mean, go, ghosts are like. I. I uh, I, I have some weird thoughts on the whole like eternity thing, um, okay. and like and 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 the forces around people and all that that I don't really know how to articulate yet. I think I'm still working yeah. it out. Um, well, you so won't be able to until you're dead. Oh, perhaps, yeah. But I don't know. I think ghosts are, are part of that, part of that whole thing. You know. I hope I die before you. <laughs> you're like I. <laughs> I told you. That's I'm gonna dark, you know. I'm gonna haunt you. You're going to haunt me? Yeah. That's really sweet. I'm going to do it in a specific way that you know it's me. That's really kind. You know yeah. that? That just makes me like feel hot, special. Just bring like hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and a stray cold hot dog appeared on the <laughs> kitchen counter and I knew it was Janelle Dennis. That's, that's, very, that's actually very kind. I know that, you know, that, I mean, either, well, that's either very kind or you're trying to take revenge on me for something. I'm, I'm like, trying. To be a non-vengeful spirit. Yeah. I'll still be passive-aggressive as a ghost. <laughs> Why would I change? If you if you are a ghost and... Like, what's what's something incredibly petty you would do as a ghost? Hmm, something petty I would do as a ghost? There's a good one. To who? Oh, hmm. Anyone. Uh, free, free range. I feel... Uh, it depends on... This is assuming that I live a full life, mm-hmm. like... You don't have any unfinished business. I would definitely haunt like an ex-husband or something. Oh, so wait, we're assuming you have an ex-husband in this scenario. Whoa! Oh, yes! Is <laughs> <laughs> he so think I'm going to get married? I don't know. In this conversation... Wow, that's changed. We had, we had... Well, first of all, I've been listening. I've been editing the Ephemios episode that we're about to play for you. And like a big part of that conversation, if not almost the oh, entire... Oh, was about me talking about not wanting to get well, married? Yes, the entire conversation was about weddings and marriage. Yes, and I remember I asked you at some point in the conversation, you were like, I don't know if I really believe in this whole till death do us part thing. You, you literally in this episode lay out a, a more proper feminist plan for, for better... Maybe short-term marriages. Yeah. I don't know if it's essentially... I don't know if it's feminist, really. Um, you describe it as such in the oh. episode. <laughs> so I'm just... I think. I'm going against my own... I can always cut that part out to make you sound smarter, <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, yeah. Keep it... Definitely keep that in. If I feel, um, I'll try to keep the part in. Yeah. But no, that, that, but no, that is... I... My view on marriage wasn't okay. that I shouldn't get married. Sure. It was that, that I support having sequential marriages. Like, not till death do us part but until we're no longer happy yeah Yeah. sure but anyways like this is good for now let's see how long it goes and then if we get tired of each other Mm -hmm. i'll haunt you later (laughs) (laughs) that's that's what i'm definitely i would definitely haunt an ex-husband and um this is i would oh man give me that petty ghost narcissistic ghost (laughs) it was like float picture my picture around um speaking to someone that is a medium like speaking to someone that has medium uh or intuitive intuitive qualities Mm -hmm. so that they say my name or something that reminds them of me what would that thing be what do you want to be remembered by what's a what's a phrase 
or an object or a th- is it hot dogs? I hope it's not hot dogs. No, I, I, I would have hoped that I would have um, transcended my hot dog legacy. <laughs> um, it, it, no, no, it'd be like something. I don't like Boy Meets World, like something that like <laughs> just a portrait of Will <laughs> Something that people know that like okay, this is a Janelle thing. Not that yeah. like Boy Meets World is exclusively uh-huh. a me thing. But what's a youth thing? Um, anytime anything Boy Meets World related comes up in the news, I get a whole bunch of messages from so many people mm-hmm. sending it to me, mm-hmm. just saying, "Oh, have you seen this? Oh, you probably saw this. Oh, don't you love this? Mm-hmm. Happened to me today, and I love that that is my brand." Yeah. Okay, so maybe we'll be just till he'll walk into the living room and the TV will turn on and it's just Boy Meets World reruns for some reason. Yeah. Or just the theme song playing, like, walking down this road that we call life. <laughs> but then life skips, like, life, 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 life. <laughs> Ooh, chilling. Ooh. Anyone else just feel a shiver go down their spine? <laughs> As the sirens from the ambulance ring out in the background. That's scary. That's real creepy. Yeah, we're in Brooklyn. It's not that hard to believe. Yeah. All right. How about we introduce our guy? Yeah. Let's do it. Shall we? So tell me how you how you met uh, F. The Mios. I, uh, he's a comedian. Yeah. I met him in Toronto doing comedy. Both of us do not live in Toronto mm-hmm. at the moment. He is now in Vancouver, ripping it up everywhere, killing it. He comes out here to New York sometimes, too. He was out mm-hmm. here recently. Which is when we caught up with him. Yeah. And he's just a super funny guy, very stoic, mm-hmm. which is, makes his comedy really, I think, unique. Mm-hmm. Oh, he looks like a, this, hopefully this isn't weird to say, mm-hmm. you can cut it out. He looks like, all of our mutual friends say he looks like a Greek god. He's a very handsome man. Yeah. I hope he's okay with us saying that. <laughs> he's a very funny, intelligent gentle handsome guy yeah um and uh he's so su- genuinely yes. sweet i felt very very comfortable talking to him uh during our conversation despite only having met him a few moments before yeah. uh he was incredibly lovely and very open to talk about things that probably most people are not super down to talk about mm-hmm. like it's no spoiler because you're about to hear it but like most of today's episode is about like relationships and 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 marriage, yeah. In particular, and Ephemios's big stories, uh, he was set to be married twice already and has called off both, um, both weddings. Yeah. And uh, he's able to talk about it in a way that's very relatable and funny and honest. And and I appreciate that because he Beyonce'd it, man. He... <laughs> Lemonade. I'm, he took it and he made it into a fringe, a fringe show yes. that did well in, in Vancouver, Toronto, mm-hmm. all over. Yeah, disengaged. There you go. Brilliant. Name. Great name. Yeah, he's uh, and, and above all, he's just he's a very sweet guy. Uh, and I and we actually got to see him perform that night at the New York Comedy Club. Yes. Uh, so I got to see him do his thing too. Uh, right after talking to him, he's uh, he's a great guy. It was a great chat. Uh, and I hope you enjoyed as much as we did. Valentine's Day. This is my f- first girlfriend ever. Of, uh, it's like we've been dating for like not even a, like a month or so. Sure. So I plan this romantic French dinner, and uh, then we're just gonna, who knows, go, go have some wine. It was gonna be great. Oh. So we go for the dinner. It's like freezing cold. Like everything's iced over. Mm-hmm. Leave the restaurant, and uh, go to uh, to my car. 
at the time and uh, it's it gets towed and everything's in there my Valentine's Day gifts in there my <laughs> cell phone is in there and this is when cell phones were just coming out so it's like it was like shit this is becoming handy by my cell phone so all my stuff's in there she's freezing she's we're dressed to the nines and it's just like it's the worst thing so now I gotta walk to a payphone to find out where it was towed and I catch a patch of ice and I do this huge backflip and like land flat on my back like Joe Pesci and like <laughs> home alone. God! And I'm lying there. <laughs> Somehow she doesn't laugh. And then so I'm lying there and it's just she like... She didn't laugh? She didn't laugh. I told my friends, they're like, oh, that's a keeper. I was just like, yeah, if you only no, knew. It's not. it's not a keeper. It's a keeper. <laughs> not till the very end for not laughing. And then, uh, so it's like the worst night. So like a get towed, which is like 500 bucks. Yeah. Do the back flips. I got like a sore back and then... Icy hot, yeah. another 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. How did this resolve? Was she... I mean, uh, was this wasn't one of the girls, was Well, yeah, it? I called off for the wedding, so, I mean, that's a... Oh, wait, this was one <laughs> of the... This was one of the... Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. This is, early, this is in the early stages. Oi. Well, that's... I just remember... I was well, there was your omen. <laughs> yeah. I've called off two weddings. You've called off so, two weddings. Whereas your embarrassment is very... Is like a, mine is like a sustained... Wow. wow. <laughs> <It's kind> of, <laughs> that failure just carry with me. Yeah. Dumb question. Was it two different people? Yes. Wow. And I did the calling off, yeah. Okay. I mean You did the calling off. Yeah, both. <laughs> wow. It's funny, I just went I went out for That's my dream. And it's <laughs> to call them off. Yeah. To call off two weddings. Yeah, it's planned I can't weddings. Do it anymore. Call <laughs> planned weddings, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's twisted. So, yeah. so, what, so how old were you when this happened? Man, uh, the the first one, uh, <laughs> the first one, yeah, I was twenty seven. Okay, and the second one was I was a few years ago, so what, like thirty thirty five. Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> no, so so what happened? I mean, I, I I had a friend recently, an old friend of mine who's my age, just twenty three, who just called off a wedding. And twenty three seems like a good year, to, kind of good age to call off a wedding. Yeah, it seems like you're coming all to your senses. Yeah. yeah, I think all ages are good to call off a wedding. There's really no long time to call off a wedding. <laughs> so, tell me about what happens if you're down to talking you about it. You know what it is? With the, like, well, that just means that the relationship is over. Like, I shouldn't have been in these relationships for that long. Yeah. And I think that the wedding created this, like, a deadline or, like, you're like, this is going to be for the rest of my life. So it's like, it put things in perspective. Like, maybe I shouldn't be with this person. Mm -hmm. So the wedding will take care of that. You're like, no, that's a good place to stop. Because <laughs> well, a lot of people do get, they just get married and they just work it out afterwards. Or, wow. I guess so you're right it was a tough, it, it's not easy because you're, to, yeah, just the conversation is awkward. How did, how, yeah. like, how did you even approach that conversation? Well, the first one was kind of like. Because you, you were the one that proposed. Yeah, right? definitely. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the second one was more interesting, and in, well, sure. it's more brutal. Um, okay. Because I knew as soon as I proposed that I, I sh shouldn't, have, <laughs> shouldn't have done it. Whatever I was supposed to learn from the first one, I didn't. And then <laughs> I remember I was downtown. I was going to go get marriage certificates, like to start that process. And I ran into my f my best friend, who was going to be he's the best man. Would it have been the best man at the first wedding? Was gonna be the best man at this one. What a guy! Yeah. So, and he's married. So, like, we were just talking, and I, I was telling him how I was having doubts, but it's different 
and then he's like, well, I was like, am I making a mistake? Like, do mm -hmm. I go through with this because I didn't the first time? Did I just chicken out the first time? He's like, well, no, those are, if you're having those serious doubts, you can't ignore them. And then he was telling me that he loves his wife more each year. So then that stuck and I'm like, well, I, I'm not hmm. in that situation. <laughs> so I went from getting certificates and then uh, oh. I got a text, something about flowers for the wedding. And I was like, well, I go, well, where are you right now? Let me just tell you, let me just meet up with you. And she was, she was a preschool teacher, so she was on her lunch break. Yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah. <laughs> so I <laughs> drove in my truck on her lunch break. She's like, why did, why did you couldn't just text me about the flowers? I'm like, well, and then I had, oh. and then I was like, listen, we can't. Uh, At work. At our work. Well, well yeah. uh, I guess there's no good time. That's what I was going to say. There's really. It wasn't yeah. in front of the kids, was it? No. Okay. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> <They're just> holding <laughs> hand. She's holding hands with the kids. And <laughs> so I just, yeah, I was like, we can't do this. And then, and then I, uh, I was kind of crying after she left. I was sad. I called up George and then she's like knocking on the window. So I was like, George, I gotta let you go. She's still here. And then like oh. I had to roll down the window, but not all the way. And just enough so that I could hear her. And then she's like, oh, no. <laughs> like the kind of roll down when you don't have uh, when your windows are fogging up, your windows yeah. are fogging yeah. up, and you need to. Need a little she's like, we yeah. need. Are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. And then I like, slowly rolled up the window and then just kind of drove off. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How do you follow that up? Did you? I mean, I'm assuming you had to see each other again. Yeah, were you we guys did. living together? We we were. So then she yeah. moved out, and then I eventually moved out of that place, and then we tried to get back together like months later Oof. and we did for like almost a year. did you try did you try and get back together with her like i made a mistake kind of yeah one of those but then i just, it was just yeah not in the right place shouldn't have sure. done it sure. and this was the first time or the second time this is the second time with the second person got it yes assumed okay <laughs> uh okay i mean that's that's momentous that's that's kind of yeah. huge. Like it is. What do you do in the aftermath of that? Yeah. Like you said, like in the like in the moments after, you know, it's it's a lot of emotion yeah. and driving away. But like, you know, what about the weeks and months? Like what? Like is, is it just all Ben and Jerry's? <laughs> like what happens there? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of. It's weird. Like it created this stigma in my head mm -hmm. that that I mean, it's a crazy thing to do. Like there's something wrong with me. Like why am I getting myself in these situations? Yeah. But then you, re it's just, it's just. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it just kind of sticks with you. For and sure. I always thought it was a, a wrong thing or like there's something wrong with me, whatever. And then I just, I would never talk about it on stage because it's like, ah, it's embarrassing. I, yeah. like, I don't want to mm. reveal this to, yeah. to the crowd. And then I told the one story about how I proposed and it got laughs. And then I just started writing this. How did this you propose? Uh, do you want to keep that? Well, the story of the. F the f first, uh, the, it was the first proposal. I proposed, but I didn't own one knee. So then she made me redo the whole process. So she gave the ring back and then I had to do it all over again. What? Yeah, so that was just kind of this funny story where like, wait. There's a, there's a, a proper knee to I didn't know this. You gotta do it on one knee. What do you, you gotta do it on one knee? Well, uh, that's traditional, right? And what did you do it? As? I was just, we were standing on this bridge in this park and then I just, I just asked her to marry me and then she said yes, and then there was like a minute went by, and then she's like, I take can we back. redo this over again? Can you do it again on one knee? And I'm like, well, you we can't even just redo it. Like, I've already proposed. <laughs> she's like, literally got upset, took the ring off. She's like, do it again. And then 
<laughs> and it was then you realized you couldn't marry her. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's the story. And then, like, so then I just built this one-man show around it, which for me was kind of therapeutic because it allowed me to discuss these things, yeah. um, and then just get it out there in the open. Oh my god! So. Oh my god! But it is weird too, like, because if you're like, as really, yeah, if I'm sitting down having a car, for if I'm on a date or something, and then it's just like. I'm not gonna deny. I'm not gonna hide that because people, you know, relationships always pop up. It's a weird thing, though. Right? Did you have to make well, an announcement, like a, huge like a breakup or calling off the engagement announcement to your family? Oh, to her it's family? the worst. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. sounds so stressful. Twice, yeah. The first one was a big traditional Greek wedding, so that was. Yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah. Oh. I mean, did, did you get any like responses from family members or fam friends that were just like, like, how dare you? Well, there was an engagement party a year prior, so there was okay. some money. They lost money. People lost. <laughs> <laughs> that's like I game. Had, took that money. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's nuts. The over under on Tim's weddings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's gambling. I, no, yeah, I was saying I've, I just uh, sat down with an old friend of mine who we, we hadn't spoken for like four years. And within that time, she had gotten engaged, whole wedding plan, dress bought, invitation sent, venue, uh, reserved, everything. And then she called it off a few months ahead of time. And she had the same reaction. At the end of the day, after all the emotional turmoil, she's just like, and we lost so much money. Yeah. Oh. We lost. Like, did you have the, what was the venue? What was it, what was it gonna be? What was it gonna a be? Huge, I think it was called the Bellagio, it was like this suburban oh. banquet box hall. Um, and like she was half Italian, or her family was, a, she was raised with Italian family. Yeah, okay. So it was like this big Greek Italian wedding hall. That food would have been amazing. Yeah. Both of them had, had purchased dresses, which that's the only thing that in my, I don't feel bad. I mean, it was the right decision, <laughs> but in my head, I'm like, because I know the significance for them when you buy a wedding dress. Because what do you do with the dress after? I don't uh, know. You get drunk and you wear it around and you cry. <laughs> I think so. That's. When we got Burn back out. together with yeah. the second fiance, and then she's like, "Well, I want, you should see me in this dress that I got." I'm like, "Well, I'm never. I don't want to see you in that dress. Do not put that dress on." <laughs> she's like, but you should see it. I mean, it doesn't matter now. I'm like, it does. I don't want to see you in that. That'd be so weird. Can you return a wedding dress? I don't. Yeah. I can't imagine. I don't know. I guess I would. Can't return an engagement. ring, I'll tell you that. Oh yeah. Oh. Lost a lot of money. I'm. Like, oh, <laughs> so do you just have? It. Well, no, no, I got them back, but I mean, there's no reason. Diamonds are worthless when uh, you can't resell yeah. diamonds really well. But does that mean you just have a couple engagement rings? No, I sold them, but I mean, I didn't okay. make I made like 25 cents on the dollar. Oh. oh. I'm over it, guys. It's good, though. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten it. We're I'm still feeling it. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, so it's just kind of like, I think a lot of times people get into relationships to I don't know, fill voids or a hundred percent because you think that you're gonna get uh, it creates like a self worth love thing. It, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Mm -hmm. So, so I mean, you, you mentioned it earlier that like it, you have to mention it when you're going on dates and stuff. But like, what kind of response does that garner from? Surprisingly, people are, aren't judgmental. That's cool. Yeah, I would think they are, but then they're they're just not. I would think they'd be like, oh man, red flags. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'd be number but I think three. a big part of it too is that you got to the marriage stage that you asked them to marry. You asked them to marry. Yeah, you. but I I shouldn't have. Like it was just kind of <laughs> like you just. I just thought that was a natural progression of the relationship. Oh, you thought that. Second yeah. one, I was kind of pressured. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Uh. So it wasn't like <laughs> I'm so in love with this person. I want to spend the rest of my life. Yeah. Which is insane. It's scary. Are you, yeah. are you, are you afraid of marriage, though? 
I have different opinions on marriage that I've only been honing okay. recently. Sure. I used to think that I didn't want to get married, but now I would love, I just wish as a society that we could reframe marriage in general yeah. and have them be like work contracts or uh, work contracts. sports contracts, like athlete contracts. you can renew after a certain yeah, time. Yeah, I think that, okay, I think that once you're dating, So you can be in a Gillette commercial? That's a dumb football commercial joke. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Just yeah. <laughs> no, this is the... I sincerely apologize. <laughs> this is the... I think, I think this is extremely feminist. So I think after three years, three to four years, three. then you should only be allowed to even apply to get married after you've been dating around that time. So, you so you're telling Ari and Peter should never even gotten that far? Um, I mean, I think it, <laughs> if you write a song for someone and you have it on an album, that that could be an exception. Okay, noted. Anyways, continue. Yeah, and I think, okay, so then you get <laughs> married, and then the marriage, you choose what you want. So you choose, do you want a three-year contract? Sure. Don't think any, any further beyond that three-year contract. And then at the end of the three years, it's expected that you're going to leave each other and go on with your lives, unless you're so in love that you want to renew your contract for another three years or five years. That's very testy, testy waters, that's tough. If the people are on different places. Yeah, but then you just wouldn't get married then. So instead of till death do we part, it's till our contract runs out? <laughs> yeah, I don't even believe in, in till death do we part. Oh yeah. no, this is gonna, not gonna age well. <laughs> <laughs> I just think like uh, there's, a, there's a life coach that, I, I'm into a law of attraction, well, whatever. You yes. can cut that out. Uh, I'm not gonna that. <laughs> And one of my favorite speakers says, you know, people are thinking too far along into marriage. Just think, or in, even your relationships, you have all these expectations. Just sure. think, you know, I like what this is. I like what we are. Um, like, I, let's just enjoy this sure. right now. Which, now that I'm thinking, I would hate a guy to say that to me, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he said, listen, three years, and then we're done. Yeah. But I think I would be done after three years. Yeah, that's like a good amount of time. Or Seems like a years. good wedding, good marriage. I don't know. All of all of the people that I look up to have all been married a few times. Mm -hmm. Like even well, maybe bad example. Like Richard Pryor was married okay. like so many times. Sure, that's Quincy a very specific example because he grew up in a brothel, so it's kind of oh yeah. yeah. His idea of I mean, uh, marriage is a little, a little different. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm curious, like <laughs> I've never, I, I haven't been in a relationship in quite a while. So, like, how did these how did these start? Like, how, how, and at one point, at what point along the way did you realize that like this it probably should have ended, but it didn't? Like, did you remember a certain moment in the relationship, or or either of them, where you were just like, uh, I don't know why I'm letting this continue? Yeah, the the the, the second one for sure. As soon as I proposed, I was like, this was a bad idea. I really knew I shouldn't have proposed. But it's weird, you're just trying to make the other partner happy, and you're like, I, I love being with this person. Sure. I mean, it, I come up from a traditional Greek family, so it's like the first person, that was my first relationship. So, oh, yeah. so it's like, yeah, you know, family acknowledges, oh, you guys are gonna get married one day. We were together for seven years in total. Wow. So, so I'm not gonna compare it to, so it's just like, okay, so this is what happens, you get married. But I, my gut told me many times, this feels weird, like I would get, pain in my gut throughout those seven years Whoa. oh my like, god this feels weird and what were your friends saying were they like oh yeah that's a well, guy thing guys or? don't guys don't talk to each other <laughs> <laughs> like, tell me how you feel 
No, that never comes up, right? <laughs> so not at all. Well, it's, well, like I said, I had the, my best friend, George, who uh, talked me through the second uh, breakup, so that was good. That was probably the first time I opened up about it. And this is Mary George, too. Yeah, right? Mary George's great. Yeah. Wow. He's got, he's got his, uh, his life together. Oh, man. That's really... That, not that. to say I don't have my life together because I'm not <laughs> married, but... <laughs> but was it... Did you feel a part of what kept you in it was the excitement from your family and friends? Like, oh, you're getting the pressure, married. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, pressure. The, once you plan a wedding, it's a huge thing. It's a family. It's like yeah. families merging. Yes. So it's more, yeah, it's more like you're, you're coming into my family, I'm coming into your family. They're all like, they love, like everyone loved each other, like taking around like an extended family. And then you're just like, how do I... You're breaking up with the entire family. Yeah, really. Yeah, I've heard of I've heard of people breaking up and being like, I just want to hang out with his mom. Like, I just want. I love his dad so much. He's so nice to me. Then, but nope, you probably shouldn't be hanging out with them. Yeah, I love my the second fiance's family. I loved her parents and her brother. I was like, man, this is gonna suck. I really, this is a good family. This is a good idea. This is fine. Yeah. <laughs> this is fine. That's cool. You know She's when you're saying work. this is fine, that there's probably something else. Yeah. And we got we I proposed like within like six or seven months in the second one. Oh. So it's kind six of like a fast months. in, yeah. Whew. That's kind of a big stark contrast from seven years. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, you definitely have didn't learn. Like it's like I've learned like now it's taking me these years to kind of learn what I need in a relationship or what I don't need or Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, these are pretty big trials to learn that, but you <laughs> get there. That's one way to do it, sure. One way to do it. Yeah. like to invest years of time mm-hmm. and money and then find out I shouldn't do that. And heartbreak. Yeah. Yeah. And also with your career, you're on the road a lot and... That's another thing too, like that, that obviously didn't help, mm. being a comic. How did it make it harder? Just Well, just, just not distance. being around all the time, yeah, distance. Yeah, yeah I'm guessing they didn't take well to that. No, no. <laughs> Even my latest relationship, it, I don't. Yeah, I don't think relationships work. Yeah, the, if that one partner is not used to having someone gone for so long, it's never easy for them. Yeah, yeah. Do you think? Do you think you could do it? Like if with your partner away? Like uh, if you? I mean, let's say the roles were reversed. Let's say you were a homebody, you were working in one city, and your partner was the one who was going. Do you? Do you think you could handle that? Because you know what it's like. You as I think if there's like a, it's a huge trust thing. You'd have to feel. Secure in order for that to happen. Trust is hard. Trust is hard. Yeah, in my last two partners, there was there was not a lot of trust there. Yeah, like my last girlfriend, my fiance. If, if you don't trust, there was no trust in the beginning, which is never good. And it goes both ways though, yeah. because yeah. At, on the receiving end, when you feel that your partner doesn't trust you, you don't trust them. Yeah, I always felt that they could end a relationship at any time because they didn't trust me. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. what what about what am I doing that? For you not to trust me, was this it, is annoying. Was there a certain reason? Does something happen? Uh, it's usually from their own past. Okay. And then that starts it. Sure. And then being on the road is like, how can I, if I already have trust issues, how can I trust this person that's not around? Or is yeah. out, God knows, that's out late. In a comedy environment, this is usually lots of alcohol, lots of weird things. But just that that person is committed to you, it's kind of, it's never helped. Didn't help the situation. So, so you, you, you turn this whole story into a comedy bit, into a routine. It's a one-man show. It's a one-man yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Pardon me. Uh, so when did you first try stuff about that out on stage? Well, I, tried, I told the, the proposal story on stage. And okay. then 
And then I just decided that I was like, there's a show here. There's something I could do. And yeah. I just talked about it. It's, the show's called Disengaged. And uh, I just talked about title. my childhood. And then <laughs> the two, the show was based around, because it was hard. I was, I, I, was had a, I had a friend that I was attracted to. She yeah. attracted me, but I was like, very standoffish. I'm like, well, I can't get in a relationship because of my history. Sure. Mm. So the, the show revolved around how do I move past these engagements? Mm-hmm. Was just it, have a yeah. normal relationship again. What, was it weird to start doing that? Did it feel weird when you started? Like, to, to kind of be so open about it? Yeah, for sure. Because it seems like it's a huge failure. But that's just, people don't see it that way. They're just yeah. like, oh man, well some people, a lot of people came up to me like, man, that struck home. I've been in relationships that I stayed in too long. Mm. Mm. And then, uh, I think it changed my comedy too, because that's a, I've never really been that vulnerable on stage. Sure. So as a comic now, like a lot of my material, I'm I'm not as scared to open up about certain things. Whereas before, it was more like persona first yeah. and less uh, vulnerability, I guess. But that's such an audience draw, such a pull that when people look at you, they're going to be like, this guy doesn't have relationship problems. <laughs> what is he talking about? <laughs> so guys would watch that and say, oh man, I've been there. Even women be yeah. like, oh, this is what... Could, this is what's happening on yeah. you know the inner workings. I think when I, if I'm spending time with friends is huge. Yeah, because like generally they've been with you through the worst things and like they can make light of it and then I, can, I feel comfortable making light of things. It's like oh yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Sure. Especially well, I find with comedians, it's just like they'll make fun of anything. Yeah. So it's just like this is really not. It kind of takes the edge off a lot of things, mm-hmm. so, which is how this all started was me trying that on stage is like a friend of mine uh, Kevin Soldo was just like you gotta tell that story <laughs> tell that I was like man it feels he's like no one it's fine like it's a good st- yeah. no one's gonna judge you off of uh, your comedy off of your story but yeah. so that's for me is, is, uh, is so huge. having funny friends is pretty helpful yeah definitely yeah. Yeah, there you go. I know. I mean I know we've talked to some people who like when they were in a funk like they wanted to stay kind of far away from comedy they were like, I don't want to go anywhere near Jane Aton. Jane Aton talked about how, like, when they feel like it's not working for them, it was more business industry stuff. It was more like career stuff when it wasn't working out. They were like, I don't even want to look at it. Mm. It's going to make me feel worse. So it's interesting to hear the other side of it. Like, no, it actually being around that made me feel a lot better. Well, it's, it's kind of, yeah. I think it's kind of similar because in a relationship setting, <clears throat> sure. it's like, oh, well, well I'm going to stay away from all these lovey-dovey situations and sure did you ever find yourself seeing your friends getting engaged or going to weddings and being like man <laughs> i hate this uh no but it's fine those same guy. friends at those weddings know that <laughs> in the back of their mind that, that i'm probably thinking about something or they'll laugh <laughs> about it but nothing no They're like guys don't be careful boys Guys, it's funny, the, the day after I called off the second engagement, I was at a comedy bar, a, show, a club in Toronto, and uh, I was talking to this, this comedian, Jared, and I had two drinks <laughs> in my hand, and, and Pat Bircher, a friend of ours, he comes and sees me double fisting, he's like, he's like yeah, you look like you're drinking like you, you just had gone through a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then... Jared starts dying, and then Pat couldn't <laughs> put two and two together. They didn't know why, and it's just like that just happened. Almost. And I wasn't. I was like, I laughed too. It was like that was like a huge, uh, cathartic moment where you just like let it go. It's just like. That's 
why you should follow him on Instagram and Twitter at EF underscore T-H-I-M-I-O-S. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps the word spread like love. It gets worse every time. (laughs) And of course, make sure you subscribe to easily download new episodes. I'm Trying is hosted, edited, produced, and scored by Janelle Dennis and me, Jacob Derwin. Our cover art was created by the fabulous Sammy Kappa. See more of her work at SammyKappa.com. That's S-A-M-I-C-A-P-P-A.com. And you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at I'm Trying Show. And if you want, you can follow us individually at Janelle Dennis and at Jacob Derwin. If you've screwed up or embarrassed yourself and are looking for help, or pity, reach out to us on Twitter or email at imtryingshow at gmail.com and our team of crisis experts it's just us. will be more than happy to assist you. Reasonably happy. Thank you so much for listening. And in the words of Gloria Gaynor, I've, I've got, got all my life to live. live. I've got, got all my love to give. give. And, and I'll, I'll survive. survive. I will survive. Hey, hey. I didn't want to do the hey, hey. I don't know why you did it. Uh. I had to do it. It's important. <laughs>